0: Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast, hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you.
1: Good morning, Mount Calvary Nation and friends. I welcome you, welcome you all from Facebook, the internet, Online, wherever you're watching from, we welcome you here today. We are here today to worship the Lord in spirit and truth. Let's give the Lord a hand praise this morning. If he's been good to you, let's give him a hand praise this morning. He woke you up this morning in your right mind. You need to be praising him. Hallelujah. My scripture today will come from Psalms, and we all know it's Psalms 23. And if you will stand for the reading of God's word. If you're able. The Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, thy comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen to the reading of God's word praise the lord dear gracious heavenly father we thank you lord we thank you father for your mercy your grace lord god your continued love that you give us lord god and god we thank you because you are our shepherd lord god and there is nothing we will need that you will not supply god now god we come today lord god to worship and praise you in spirit and truth here at mount calvary nation today lord god but let your spirit run wild here today lord god Bless all the precious people that are in this congregation today. Those bless those that are at home, Lord God. Touch those who that need healing today, Father God, because you are a God that is a healer, Lord God. God, I pray for anyone, Lord God, that is going through anything that is not from you, God, that you remove it in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, God bless the service today, from the parking lot to the pulpit, Father God, and. Bless the man of God that will be delivering the word of God today, Lord God. I pray that you open our ears and hearts that we may hear and retain. I stand before you praying in the mighty, mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah
2: to God's word. Now come on and clap your hands if you love Jesus for real. Come on, clap your hands open up your mouth. And tell him that you love him. Tell him that he's awesome. Tell him that he's all that. Tell him that he's faithful. Tell him that he's a healer. He's a protector. He's a heart mender. He's a mind regulator. Come on, open up your mouth and clap your hands and tell him that he's awesome. Tell him that he's holy. Tell him that he's righteous. Tell him that he's holy. Tell him that he's righteous. I saw the Lord seated high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. And the angels cried one to another, holy, holy, holy. So come on and do it. Let's recreate that atmosphere. Call him holy. Holy, 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 holy. He's holy. Come on, let's do it. Come on, come on, come on. Holy, holy, holy. It's the Lord, holy, holy, holy. It's the Lord God Almighty, the one who is, is, and is to come. He's an awesome God. He's a wonderful God. And we're going to praise his name this morning. Amen. Amen. Let's do it together. We're going to be the praise team together. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. Clap your hands now, Carrie. Come on. Right here. Clap your hands. Everybody clap your hands. Hey, hey, hey. Everybody clap your hands. word he God come on clap your one more time everybody clap your hands it, yeah. come on right here. Hey, the Lord is high above the heavens. stay quiet and is loyal above our nation come on the Lord is high above the heaven. Yeah, and the glory above our nations. One more time, the Lord is high above the heaven. And the way above our nation. Oh, the Lord is high above the heaven. And the glory above our nation. Come on and give God the highest praise, acknowledging him my way. And all God people say You give him a great praise. Hallelujah. And this glory above our nation. Say, the Lord is high above the heaven. And this glory above our nation. War, oh, God is high above the heaven. And this glory above our nation. Come on and give God the. Oh, 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 say God is high above the head And it's low above our nation The Lord is high above the head And it's low above our nation Come on and give God the highest praise Acknowledge and help our ways And all that people say Halle, Hallelujah, hallelujah Say hallelujah 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 you're an awesome God holy God righteous king say hallelujah you're mighty God you're sovereign king you're righteous God a mighty savior an awesome God that you are that you are you are the king the king of kings the lord of lords and we praise your name to save my soul from a burning hell we say hallelujah we say hallelujah clap your hands clap your hands if we saved your soul come on clap your hands if he saved your soul Come on, I got a witness out there come on praise his name if you're a living testimony that it was only because of Jesus why are you still standing here praise his name praise his name he's a worthy God I double Dr. deal to try Jesus I'm gonna tell you might my you. Mom and daddy might failure, you. But there's no failure. There's no failure. In cheer. It's a word God. So come on and praise him. Hallelujah.
3: wonderful savior we serve who is worthy of all of our praise grace to you and peace from god our father and from the lord jesus christ thank you blessed be god who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places and not just that but he has seated us in heavenly places in close proximity to those spiritual blessings what a privilege It is to be here. You all may be seated. We're so grateful that God has allowed us another opportunity to be together with the saints today. We're grateful that he has kept us safely through another week and has allowed us to see the start of a new one. What a wonderful, wonderful Savior. He is welcome to those who are here in the house Welcome to those who, who have chosen to come and worship in the building. We are glad you're here, especially those who, uh, who don't consider themselves officially members of the Mount Calvary Nation. We are so glad that you've chosen to worship with us, and we don't take that lightly. Uh, if you're visiting with us, would and, and if you don't mind, would you stand so that we can see who you are and where you are? God bless you. God bless you. We're glad you're here. Come on, let's sing to them. Bless you. Come on, Mount Calvary. We welcome you into Mount Calvary, this house of worship. So glad you came, exalt his name, let's lift him up to.
2: Here from far and near The Lord has brought us this far And with the love of Christ We are transforming lives
3: That's what we're about Revealing the glory of God's revealing kingdom Revealing the glory of the land, And here's how we're doing it
2: Through the power of Jesus Through love
3: Welcome. We are glad you're here. And for those who are joining us online, the majority of the family is still worshiping with us uh, online, part of the e congregation. We're glad that you've chosen to tune in to the live today. We thank God for the technology that has allowed us to be together virtually during this pandemic. And uh, and we thank God for the people behind the technology who make it possible every week for us to be together. We do have someone who's special in our midst today who's home uh, for a little while from Denver, Colorado. Minister Nikita Helton. God bless you and good to see you, ma'am. Let me make just a few uh, observations at this point in the worship experience and then we will continue in our worship. Would you keep Sister Rosalind Battle and her family in your prayers? Her husband, uh, Herb Battle, passed last night. Uh, And would you please keep them in your prayers? There won't be a funeral service uh, per se. Uh, They are going to do a a memorial uh, at a later date. Just keep your ear to the ground. Also, I told you last week that uh, Sister Marguerite Lawson passed in uh, Maryland. There will be a graveside service here in Dayton on the 22nd of this month, a graveside service on the 22nd at the VA at 1 o'clock p.m. Uh, just meet by the big statue on the way up the hill uh, to where, where we do the committals in the shelter and uh so a little before one o'clock, and we'll head to the uh graveside uh shelter at one o'clock. I do want to um today we were supposed to do it back when we had to uh shut things down again, but today we want to honor and recognize that last group of uh of essential workers. I know that there are more of you, but but there are some that turn their names in. And we are certainly grateful to those who, uh, who had to keep working while, uh, while everything shut down. And we just want to recognize you as your church family and say thank you. Um, if you are here, when I call your name, would you stand and uh, after service come to the lobby by the ramp door and, uh, and I'll be there and um, I'll... Uh, I have a special thank you gift from the Mount Calvary family. Um, and if you're not here in service right now, if you're watching online, uh, you can drive by anytime until 1 o'clock this afternoon. And you can, get your, uh, you can get your thank you gift. I won't be out in the parking lot today. Uh, my daughter has a volleyball game after service, so I'll be there. But uh, but one of the deacons will... Uh, will be there with their glove covered hands and you can grab it from them. Donna Brown Chrisman are you here? She's not, okay. Uh, Jacqueline Patterson who's a program manager at wright Pat Air Force Base. Marlita Sampson who is a juvenile probation officer. Christy Johnson who is a staff administrator at the University of Dayton Research Institute isaiah thompson are, are you back in the booth back there he's not here all right he's a handler at uh, united parcel service uh carolyn turner is Ms. carolyn here who's a program analyst for the united states air force carla tanner are you here Ms. carla she is a database coordinator team lead for united way cheryl kidd i think i saw you i see you. Cheryl Kidd is an information and referral specialist for United Way. Rhonda Jones, who's a permit clerk for the university, pardon me, for the city of Dayton. Kim Williams, who had to keep working. She had to sell my house and find me a new one. Starlin Bernard, who is a nursing assistant at Laurels of West Carrollton. Is Miss uh, Starlin here? Cora Diggs, who is a realtor at HER, at H-E-R Realtor. Fred Diggs, who's also a realtor at H-E-R Realty. Brother Sam Taste, are you here? Is he outside? Just tell him to poke his head in. Brother Clive Stevens, who's a machinist at Norwood Medical Industry. God bless you. Mount Calvary, let's thank God for all these wonderful people who kept working to keep us going. Thank you all so much. Again, uh, just stop by the ramp door on the way out and uh, and we've got something very special for you. There is, I said this was the last group of essential workers, but there is actually one more group of essential workers that we're going to recognize um, and we're going to do it in big fashion as a church family and here is why. Uh, for over a year there is a group of people who uh, while we couldn't come together as a big family they were here every Sunday to make sure that everybody else around the world really could see what was going on that's our mountain media team our deacons who were on duty, our ministers who were on duty, the office staff, the finance office staff they kept us going. The musicians, we had a praise team that was here every Sunday. And we want to thank them as a family, and, uh, and I've got something special for them, and I'll have it within the next couple of weeks. Um, and because their pastor is somewhat of a traditionalist, and didn't want everybody—I said somewhat—because their pastor is a traditionalist and didn't want um, everybody sending in their own things from everywhere that we splice together. No, we have to be here on Sunday morning at 10:30 and uh, and do everything live. And they uh, they indulged me, and I appreciate their um, their sacrifice and their labor of love, really. Brother and Sister Freeman, where are you? Okay. Um, at the end of service, uh, you, if you all can prepare just after I get finished and, uh, and Minister Stephanie does the uh, altar call, then um, you all can prepare to come, on, to come on and do what you need to do. Thank you. I asked Brother Ming uh, last week, and I, you know what? I felt bad, sir, because I asked you in front of everybody, like you could tell me no in front of everybody, but i'm glad you didn't and uh and he is going to minister in song today we are so excited uh brother daniel's gonna bring you a microphone and uh while while they're getting you a mic uh unless you'd rather come up here the choices the choice is yours you gonna come this way yes sir perfect And while he's uh, making his way down this way, we're going back to Psalm 37. You can turn there. That's what we're going to be studying today. Psalm 37.
4: It is hard to tell my night from day, still that hope that lies within, is reassured. As I keep my eyes upon the distant shore, I know he'll lead me safely. That blessed place he has prepared But if the storm It's hard to tell my night from day Still that hope that lies within Is reassured As I keep my eyes upon the distant shore I know he'll lead me safely that blessed place he has prepared oh but the storm by the winds and the currents that sometimes you know they seem so fixed. But in God's word, in God's word, I've got an anchor that keeps me steadfast and put Sometimes in this life I'm gonna be taught by the winds and the currents That sometimes you know they seem so big But in God's Word, in God's Word I've got an anchor The winds keep blowing
3: grateful that your soul has been anchored <laughs> yes sir yes sir yes
4: sir
3: yes sir yes sir, yes, sir. Yes, sir.
2: the things he's done, for all the things he's done, for all the things he's done, for all the things he's done for, for all the things he has that's died. where we're going let's sing it together come on to God be the Lord to God He's done for other things. He's done for other things. He's done for other things. He has done. Hallelujah to
3: Jesus. Storms are inevitable part of life but what a privilege to know that no matter what comes (laughs) no matter what wind blows my soul has its anchor in the lord hallelujah to jesus thank you brother ming for that reminder I said, I've been waiting on that for two years. <sighs> Psalm 37. If you're grateful and you're able, just lift your hands and thank Him. Just thank Him. (laughs) The storms don't come in your life to take you out, they come to take you over. (laughs) They come to push you on to what's next. Thank you, Lord, for being our anchor. Psalm 37 at verse 12. Here's what it says from the New International Version of the Holy Scriptures. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them. But the Lord laughs at the wicked for he knows their day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend the bow to bring down the poor and needy to slay those whose ways are upright. But their swords will pierce their own hearts and their bows will be broken. Better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken. But the Lord upholds the righteous. Verses 12 through 17 of Psalm 37. You may be seated. We are returning today to Psalm 37. Where we have been studying over the last several weeks. Looking at what the psalmist David has to say about the security of those who trust in the Lord and about the insecurity of the wicked. The stability of those who put their trust in God versus the instability of those who trust in themselves and their own wealth and power. David teaches many lessons in this psalm by comparing the wicked and the righteous, the unjust and the just, and he starts out this familiar psalm with some instructions for the righteous, right? He tells us what to do and what not to do. We have seen it over the course of our study. These sermonic commands begin in verse 1 where the psalmist admonishes, fret not thyself because of evildoers. Don't worry about those who are evil and don't envy those who do wrong because they are going to shrivel up and wither like cut grass or cut flowers. He starts out telling us what not to do, but then gives us us some instruction as to what to do instead. Instead of fretting, instead of worrying about it, instead of envying people who are headed for destruction, instead, here's what you do. Trust in God and do good, and watch him keep you safe. Take delight in the Lord, and see won't he give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord and keep trusting in him. Be still, quiet down, and wait patiently for the Lord. Refrain from anger. Steer clear of wrath because it only leads to evil. Don't even worry about it, David says, because in a little while, God is going to take care of what's bothering you. You'll look where your enemy used to be and won't even be able to tell that he was there at all. You may seem helpless and afflicted and needy and weak, but don't worry, David says in verse 11, because you have an inheritance and you will enjoy peace and prosperity and abundance of peace, the King James Version says. Verses 1 through 11 of the text, David has given us divinely inspired directives. He has given clear commands, invaluable instructions about what to do as we trust in the Lord. And by the time we get to verse 12 though, the tenor of the conversation changes slightly. And this is where we will begin our study today. As I preach from this subject, I want to preach from the subject, He holds me up would you say that with me he holds me up verse 12 through 17 of the text david seems to be less instructive and more informative he has told us what to do and what not to do in the first 11 verses of the psalm but in verse 12 he starts giving us some information a little behavioral analysis some insight into behaviors, the conduct, the performances, the practices, the deportment, the actions or reactions of people in any given circumstance. Let's dive in and see what the psalmist teaches us about those behaviors. First of all, he highlights, number one, here's our first stopping point. He highlights the actions of the wicked. The actions of the wicked. It starts in verse 12. The wicked plot against the righteous. Stop there. The wicked sit and think about how to destroy the righteous. They devise plans. They consider and purpose how to get at the righteous. That's, that's troubling. There are a couple of implications here that I want to explore for just a minute. Uh, For one, the use of the word plotting. The use of the word plotting here implies things that are done in secret. The wicked have secret meetings, secret schemes. Hidden planning, hidden plotting, done in the darkness, whispers in the night. That's what the wicked do. They operate undercover. They function in the darkness. They don't walk upright. They slither from meeting to meeting. They crawl on their bellies. They have to. Because this enmity goes all the way back to the beginning. You all remember the seed of the serpent versus the seed of the woman. That's who they are and it's what they do. And really that brings us to the second implication and that is that we should expect it. (laughs) we as righteous folk as God's children as those who walk upright we should expect plots and plans against us you didn't come to hear that listen we can expect weapons to be formed we can expect the wicked to do what the wicked do first of all they plot but then David says they gnash their teeth that word gnash literally means to grind their teeth they grate their teeth now I know that doesn't sound like good news but there is an implication in that uh, and, and it's very good news let me show you what I mean they gnash their teeth because that's all they can do I'll say it again They gnash their teeth because that's all they can do. You see, gnashing is not biting, it's just grinding. Now the hatred is such that they're grinding, they're grating their teeth at you, but they cannot gnaw, so they gnash. They can't get close enough to bite you. The Lord won't let them. The great theologian Charles Haddon Spurgeon wrote it like this, if they can't gnaw, they will gnash. If they can't bite, they'll just bark. All they can do is make gestures and make a lot of noise. I had lunch with one of the pastors from the Ohio Baptist General Convention this week and he was telling me about, you know, some people plotting this and plotting that and some people who don't like my presidency and all that kind of stuff. He said, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to ignore them to death. Because all they can do is gnaw and bark. It's, I, know I'm on, I know I'm in Bible territory, it's the same reason that the Bible says that the devil is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He is like a lion making a lot of noise, trying to intimidate with noise trying to frighten and strike fear with a roar. He is like a roaring lion. And if you don't believe me, you can look it up. If a lion is roaring, he is marking territory. He is really not about to devour anything. Because lions don't roar when they hunt. They roar when they're trying to strike fear. When they're about to devour something, they do it quietly, they stalk the fact that the enemy is making a lot of noise is just a scare tactic fear that's the same thing the wicked do they gnash their teeth to strike fear but the bible says the lord is my light and my salvation whom shall i fear the lord is the strength of my life of whom shall i be afraid when the wicked even my enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh they stumbled and fell though an army encamp against me my heart will not fear the war should rise Against me, in this will I be confident. They plot, they gnash, they draw the sword, they bend the bow. Well, that's all they got. They draw the sword, they bend the bow. In other words, they stay ready just in case they get the opportunity. With sword drawn from its sheath, with the arrow in the bow, pulled back and ready to release the wicked. Stay ready. Thank you, David. Thank you so much. Thank you for giving us some insight into the actions of the wicked. Thank you for telling us about the behavior of the wicked, the demeanor and the deportment of the wicked. Thank you so much, David. But I dare say that most of us don't have people in our lives that we know of anyway who are actively plotting against us most of us don't have people in our lives that we know of who are actively planning our demise but i do want to tell you something that mama veal taught me something that louise veal taught me when i was a child when i sat in her sunday school class and that is this you have an enemy the adversary the devil satan and I've got news for you saints he behaves just like what David describes here plotting and planning in darkness for the destruction and the oppression of the saints making a lot of noise to attempt to distract and disturb the saints standing at the ready because he would take you out if he could But can I share some good news with you? No weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that rises in judgment against you, you will condemn. Can I give you some more good news? I don't care if the enemy does stand at the ready. The Bible says in Psalm 46 that the Lord makes wars to cease. He breaks the bow. He shatters the spear. He burns the shield with fire. So be still, he says, and know that I am God. I will be exalted in all the earth. Can I give you some more good news? Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord he is my refuge and my fortress my God in him I trust he will save you from the fowler's snare and the deadly pestilence he will cover you with his feathers and under his wing shall you trust his faithfulness will be your shield and your buckler, so you don't have to fear the terror by night nor the arrow that flies by day nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness nor the plague that destroys at midnight. as a matter of fact a thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand but the Bible says it won't come near you you do have an enemy but he is not free to operate as he wishes David, first of all, enlightens us as to the actions of the wicked. Ah, but there is another behavioral study going on here. There is insight into the behavior of another in these few verses. Not only does David give us the actions of the wicked, number one, but then secondly, he illuminates, number two, the protection of the righteous. And that's really our final stopping point today, and I'll let you go. The protection of the The righteous. It's a look at what God does. It's a look at the behavior of the Lord, how he responds to the behavior of the wicked. Did you hear what I just said? How he responds to the behavior of the wicked. How the Lord responds to the threats of the enemy. You see, I don't have to respond to the wicked's vile plotting and loud grinding of his teeth. I don't have to respond because it's not my battle. Uh, Let's see, I don't want to get in any trouble cuz I know I know I know we're we're um you know we we're we're, we're neo pentecostals we're we're um we're, we're 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 charismatic baptists right and so we have authority so so we 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 go around saying stuff like Satan I rebuke you All right all right Oh man If I if I I wouldn't be your pastor if I didn't teach you <clears throat> So we go around saying stuff like, Satan, I rebuke you. But you won't find that biblically anywhere. Why am I trying to rebuke what my daddy has promised to rebuke for me? see the bible says if you bring all the tithe I'm I'm sorry I don't write this stuff I just report it the bible says if you bring all the tithe into the storehouse I will rebuke oh god so we talk about Satan I rebuke you and won't bring God what's his don't worry I'll end on a much better note I promise you (laughs) the Lord responds because it's not my battle but check out what the Bible says that the Lord does first of all verse 13 I'm in verse 13 the Lord laughs at the wicked while the wicked is plotting the Lord is laughing while the wicked is gnashing the Lord is laughing while the wicked is standing with sword drawn and bow ready the Lord is laughing let's dig into that a little bit because I know that the image that we have in our head of our God is not one of laughter we think that the Lord doesn't find anything funny we think that he probably looks like George Burns. <laughs> Anybody under 40, go ask your mom who that is. <laughs> and we think that he's much too serious to laugh. Because he's God. He's got much, too much to do to laugh this passage said, says that the Lord laughs at the wicked let's break this down first of all let's look at who is laughing up until this point in the text Most of your versions, if you check it out in your Bible, when you see Lord, it's capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, right? And we've looked at that. That's Jehovah. That's YHWH, the proper name for God, the self-existent one. Uh, But in this instance, if you check your Bible, you don't see capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. The only letter you see capitalized is the L, Lord, the Lord, right? It just says the Lord, capital L. And the word in the original text is not Jehovah there, it's Adonai. And it comes from the word meaning sovereign. The Lord who reigns. The Lord who makes all the decisions. The one who is in charge. The Lord who is running things. The one who is directing every step, who is orchestrating every move, who is controlling every second of every day, who is ruling every nation, who is governing every interaction, who is judging every heart, the Lord laughs. Now, that word laughs in the original text is in what is called the imperfect tense. It designates an action which is continuous and open-ended. It is not a single event. It is a continuous process that's the reason the king james translator wrote translators wrote it as the lord shall laugh it may be better understood as the new international version puts it the lord laughs or the lord is laughing at the wicked um that that that's 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 something we we think he never laughs and psalm 37 said he's continually laughing But why is the Lord laughing? What makes the wicked so funny? I would offer there are two reasons that the Lord laughs at the wicked and they are both right here in the text although both of them may not be immediately obvious. Let me point them out. First of all, the Lord laughs because he knows that he's the Lord. (laughs) He's the one who inspired the psalmist to write The Lord laughs, the sovereign one laughs, Uh, capital L, small O-R-D, the ruler laughs. The wicked plots, the wicked is making plans as if they have power, that's funny. The enemy is scheming in the darkness as though he doesn't have to run his plans past the Lord but the Lord knows who he is and so he apparently finds it funny because nothing is going to be done outside of his knowledge and permission I know I'm on good theological ground because the Bible records that one day the sons of God were having a meeting y'all remember that (laughs) sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord a meeting of angels in heaven and guess what Satan was there too nobody left the gate open nobody had to nobody fell asleep on watch Satan didn't have to sneak in remember Satan was one of them originally then called Lucifer but he fell from heaven and somehow now he is represented among them let me offer he ain't big enough to barge in the Lord says to Satan where'd you come from and Satan says I've just been going to and fro in the earth Just walking back and forth, just looking for something to do. And the Lord says in Winston translation, I'll give you something to do. Have you thought about, have you considered my servant, Job? There's nobody else like him. He's perfect. He's upright, he fears, uh, he fears me, he stays away from evil and Satan says to him, listen God, the only reason he serves you is because you take such good care of him. The only reason he serves you is because you won't let anything get to him. You got a hedge around him. You've blessed everything he sets his hand to do. You've made him rich. Of course he's going to serve you. But remove your hand and I'll... He's going to curse you to your face, God. God says to Satan, okay. Everything he has is in your power. You just can't touch him. And then Satan goes out from the Lord's presence and proceeds to do what he's been given permission dare I say it I don't want to get in no trouble today but what he's been invited by God he wasn't thinking about Job until God said have you thought about messing with Job I'm
2: trying to help
3: us to be free because the devil ain't doing nothing to you that God has not either permitted or invited oh God or invited him to do because God's got a plan and God wanted to bless Job with more than he had before Well, Satan you can go take that little bit because I'm about to give him a whole lot I wish some oh God, sometimes I wish we'd stop going around saying I want everything back that the devil stole from me. No, devil, you keep that little bit because I want what God has for me in replacement. You keep it. You I don't want it back. No, thank you. All I'm trying to say is that God is God and God is God all by himself and even that which seems like it comes directly from the devil to the saints has to go by God for permission because he is the Lord so while the enemy is making plans getting his sword out and gnashing his teeth and bending his bow the Lord is laughing but there's a second reason that God laughs here and it's explicitly given in the text he laughs because he sees what's ahead for the wicked he knows their day is coming according to the text the very swords that the wicked have drawn against the righteous with those very swords they'll pierce their own hearts Their bowls will be broken. In Psalm 7, David talks about the wicked man who digs a ditch, who makes a pit to trap somebody else, and then falls into the very pit that he dug. God laughs because he knows the end. He laughs because while the wicked make all the plans to use their arms to wield the sword and to shoot the bow and arrow, verse 17 says their arms are going to be broken. Saints, would you pay close attention to what God is doing? Because sometimes I think that we expect God's reaction to follow ours. When maybe, just maybe, our reaction should follow his. Just just observe sometimes. Watch how we pray. Like God should be panicked just because we are. <laughs> you don't believe it? Oh goodness. I, I told somebody yesterday, I said, I'm I'm feeling real pastoral. Y'all forgive me if I if I offend you, but I gotta teach you. I'm convinced it's the reason why we use phrases in our prayers like right now we tell God we tell God the Lord we tell him do it right now right Right now Lord not later but right now what (laughs) who do we think we are God is going to do what God is going to do when God is going to do it how God is going to do it and he does not operate out of our fear and panic. Can can I tell you something? God has never had an anxiety attack. He never forgets who he is. He never forgets the power he has. He never worries about whether or not he can do a thing. And so while we panic at the wicked, God laughs at the wicked. While we worry about the enemy, God laughs at the enemy. While we make decisions out of fear, God laughs at the audacity of the enemy. And while he's laughing, because remember the word laugh is in the imperfect tense, which means it's continuing. While he's laughing, there is another continuous action verb in verse 17. I'll tell you this and then I promise we'll get ready to go. While he's laughing, he's also holding me up now you've got your mask on so it's really okay and you're seated next to somebody who's in your household pod anyway so would you look at them and tell them while he's laughing he's holding me up (laughs) while he's laughing he's holding me higher than my enemy While he's laughing, he's holding me out of reach of the wicked. While he's laughing, he's holding me beyond my trouble. The Bible says the Lord upholds the righteous. It literally means he supports the righteous. He sustains the righteous. He refreshes the righteous. He revives the righteous. Now, I know some of us are not sure who that is is who who uh, some of us are not sure who the righteous are because we know ourselves and because we know what we've done and we know how we've behaved and so we are ashamed to call ourselves the righteous and to claim the promises that are in the bible for the righteous but can I tell you who the righteous are let me borrow from the apostle Paul because he said it better than I ever could in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 at verse 21 for God hath made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him and can i tell you how he did it and then i'll let you go on a hill called calvary mm. he allowed his son jesus christ to be crucified for my sins and for your sins he allowed his son to take every sin and every sickness, every weakness, and every transgression and he died to pay the penalty for our sin he took my unrighteousness and gave me his righteousness so when the Bible makes a promise to the righteous, that promise is for me would you say it like a Baptist preacher when the Bible I couldn't hear you (laughs) say it again when the Bible makes a promise for the righteous that promise is for me would you find somebody across the sanctuary And say it's me I'm the righteous And he holds me up That's why the wicked can't get to me Because he holds me up (laughs) That's why the wicked can't get at me Because he holds me up That's why the enemy can't harm me Because he holds me up that's why the weapon can't prosper because the lord he holds me up that's why i have victory even before the battle starts because the lord he holds me up the bible says in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion in the secret place of his tabernacle, shall he hide me? He shall set me up upon a rock, and now my head shall be lifted above my enemies around me. In other words, he holds me up. And so I'll sing, yes I will sing praises to, uh, unto the Lord. Oh, he holds, he holds me up, he supports me, he sustains me. The deacons used to say, He's my leaning post. That's why your big mama, she used to sing it like this. What a fellowship. What a joy, divine. Leaning on the everlasting arm. What a blessedness. What a peace is mine. Leaning on the everlasting arms what have i to dread and what have i to fear i'm leaning on the everlasting arms. i have blessed peace with my lord so near i'm leaning on the everlasting arms i'm leaning i'm leaning I'm safe <laughs> and I'm secure from all along. I know the wind is blowing. I know the storm is raging, but it won't take me out. That's why I'm leaning on Jesus. I'm leaning on the everlasting arm. Is anybody in this building who can say it's the Lord? who holds me up I wouldn't have survived I wouldn't have made it that would have taken me out I'd be in the crazy house I would have lost my mind I would have lost everything if it had not been for the Lord holding
2: me up he holds me he holds me
3: have you ever been on an airplane
2: that's flying so high that the storm is beneath them and so they're flying above the storm while the storm rages
3: they're flying above the storm i know you're tired of talking to somebody i know you're tired of speaking to somebody. But would you help me to close this out? And we'll go on home. Would you look at somebody and tell them the truth is my storm is beneath me. The storm is raging. All hell is breaking loose. The lightning is flashing, the winds are blowing, but the truth of the matter is the storm
2: is beneath me because he holds me up. The storm is beneath me. It's under my feet. <laughs> it's under my
4: The storm is
3: I'm trying my best to leave this alone but I'm pressing on the upward way new heights
4: I'm gaining every day
3: still pray as I onward bound Lord plant my feet higher how are you still standing after everything you've been through (laughs) after all you've experienced how are you still standing how are you still here and I know what you, I only know part of what you've been through. How are you still standing? I'm still standing because he holds me up.
0: About something the Lord has done. He woke you up this morning, you better laugh. He put food on your table, you better laugh. You still got a covering over your head, you better laugh. Come on, he's restoring our marriages, you better laugh. He renewing our minds. You better laugh. Ain't nobody going to laugh. I'm going to laugh. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. I'm going to laugh. Because this been a a trying time. And I normally don't get up here. And and tell you my business. I really don't. Get up here and tell my business. But these last two weeks. Has been crazy. I mean ludicrous. From Oh my God. Oh my God. I see my children stand up and take hold when I couldn't. Because I know a couple of y'all, y'all know my, my brother passed. And I wouldn't normally say this, you know, amongst I've been saying it privately for to people that I know that's going to pray us through. But I'm the one who found my brother. I found my brother in his car deceased, but immediately, God, he took over. I didn't, I didn't panic, i didn't pass out, I didn't scream or. Nah. he immediately took over. but you know, even in that. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh. Whether anybody know why I'm laughing, why I'm in the streets, why I'm on the, in my car, I'm going to laugh. Y'all need to, it's too quiet in here. He just preached my sermon about what I've been going through. I'm going to laugh. It will not taking me out. And I need you to know whatever you're going through is not going to take you out. It's not y'all bad laugh. even if it's sound laugh do it from your belly, laugh can I get some laughter in here can I get some laughter other than me God is good God is good even when we didn't know it he's still good he's good in all of this so I'm saying this also for those that not saved have not had an encounter with Christ. If you have not given your life to Christ, if you have not made him the head of your life and he sits on the throne of your hearts, I say that so much because sitting on the throne, it says you in authority, you govern. You govern my life. You govern what I do. You govern my decisions. So you have not made that decision. Anyone in the house and anyone out there that's on the Internet, please, this day, choose this day to make him your Lord, Jesus Christ. And it's the, that's our first call. Our second call is, um, if you feeling a little nudge, a little push, and you going look doing a little seesaw thing back and forth, like, "I love the word here. The pastor is good, but that's the Holy Ghost working through him telling you, I want you to be here in this part of the body of Christ." So is there anyone that feel the Holy Ghost? tugging them to come here to be here at Mount Calvary along with that we we need you we need you, we need the gifts that's in you okay so anyone in the house just raise your hand someone will come to you if you're out there on Facebook on the internet, you could just leave a message. Um, they are scrolling. They will scroll, um, saying that you would like to um, have your membership here. You want to be saved. You want to be baptized. Just put it put it in the comments. They are they are reading them. They are going through, and they're looking for you. They're looking for you. What a message Woo. what a message I have read that passage before, but you how we just go past but that's that's it. God asks, he already know what's gonna happen to the wicked. he already know that hey wait a minute. You are anchored in the Lord. Who's anchored in the Lord? If I can't get y'all to laugh, I, are you anchored? Are you anchored in the Lord? He's laughing. He's laughing. All righty. I guess, I guess I'm still here, huh? Um, this is a time that we all can participate, okay? So it's offering time. And let me just cover a couple of things. You know, you could um you could give your tithes. Um, you could give to benevolence, um, you could give to um vision, um victory to victory, is a victory to victory or vision to vision. You know. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so that's part of us continuing to build here at Mount Cavern. We're building because there's so much that um, God has for us to do. Okay. Along with that, the ways to give. We can give through Givelify as the download, tap, give, and you're done. I love it. I say it all the time I love it. We could text to give, which is on the screens. Text to uh, 937-543-5189. My right arm stopped working. I couldn't see all the way back there. Alrighty, and then there is cash out. Money sign, M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C. Y'all got to be my right eye. Right eye. (laughs) It goes out at the end. So those are the ways uh, that we're able to to give here at Mount Calvary. Along with that, um, remain seated when the ushers get ready to um, dismiss you. And then on our um, Facebook and Internet, make sure you stay tuned. Uh, We have a lovely message for you also. So right now, I'm going to step back, and um, someone's supposed to, Uh, Freemans, Mr. and Mrs. Freeman, okay, they are going to talk about the marriage seminar.
5: First, I want to say uh, attention to all married couples, both young and, I'm not going to say old, I'm going to say seasoned.
6: Good morning. My name is Kathy Freeman. This is my husband, Zonarail Freeman, also known as X, and we are Team Freeman.
5: If you want to fireproof your marriage, mark your calendar for Tuesday, March 22nd
6: at 7 p.m. We are here on behalf of the Mount Calvary Marriage Small Group Ministry and would like to extend an invitation to you and your spouse to join the Marriage Small Group Bible Study beginning Tuesday, March 22nd at 7 p.m. Now this is a virtual Bible study from the convenience and comfort of your home on what the Lord said, not man, about marriage.
5: These lessons will be based on the movie Fireproof, which was released in September of 2008. We will be studying from, from the Fireproof Your Marriage Couples Kit and Your Bible. The kit is optional.
6: During the six lesson study, you and your spouse will one, challenge each other to love unconditionally as God first loved us, two, grow together in fellowship. And three, learn new methods of building a stronger marriage.
5: So again, join us Tuesday, March 22nd at 7 p.m. to begin fireproofing your marriage.
6: Registration is free to register, or if you have any questions, call or text Elder Damone Scott at 937-307-5262. That's 307-5262. Anything else?
5: I just want to say you can learn a lot from your spouse. I'm going to tell you because a couple of days ago I told my wife, I said, baby, you are the greatest gift that God could have given me. She looked at me and said, I know.
0: That was a laugh. (laughs) I'll laugh at that. Greatest gift. I'm going to find one of those. All righty. Let's go ahead and let's rise. If you find yourself laughing this week, you know, know that God is holding you up. He's holding you up, laughing with with him no matter what the circumstances no matter what's going on in your life he is there yeah and the wicked he will he will take care of don't even worry about it righty. so let's pray let's let's pray Woo. holy 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 lord god almighty that sits high and looks low but holds us up in your hands god we thank you we bless your holy and righteous name we're gonna marinate lord god in the word that you sent today lord god i ask lord god that you just uh, save deliver set free lord god Use us as your instruments, Lord God, as we laugh and to let someone else know, Lord, that it's going to be all right. Lord God, as we go through this week, Lord God, let us share a laughter with someone else. Share our testimony, Lord God. Let it be like the dominoes, Lord. Let it have a rippling effect, Lord God. That the whole world, Lord God, will laugh at our enemies, Lord God. Knowing, Lord God, that we are victorious in Christ Jesus. That no weapon formed against us is going to prosper. We go in the power and the authority, Lord God. Out these doors, Lord God, to change your world, Lord God, that you have placed us in. It's in the mighty name of Jesus Christ we pray. pray. <laughs> Lord God, hallelujah and amen. Hallelujah. If you go ahead and uh, have a seat and allow the ushers to usher you in to the world, usher you back in the
2: world. Thank you for your continued generosity. Your financial contributions help to transform lives, to reveal the glory of God's kingdom. For your convenience, you can use the Giveify app on your smartphone, the Cash app. Or if you're in the Dayton, Ohio area, you may drop off your contribution at the Mount Calvary Church at the address shown. Thank you for worshiping virtually with us today. We look forward to being able to worship together in person soon. Until then, in the words of Pastor Sam, just live.